Have we talked about me falling out of my bunk bed and breaking my arm? Yeah, summer ruined. Welcome to Off the Beaten Path, but not lost. With Tony, Kristen, Kylie, and Lexi. Join us on this RV full-time living journey. Across the beautiful United States. Where the fellas. Welcome to episode 83. We're all here today. Woo woo. Woo. Today we're giving you a short update on what we've been up to and all the things we've been doing. We've been busy. First, before we jump into the updates, we've mentioned this a few times, but our 100th episode is coming up. This is 83. And for our 100th episode, we want to do something special. We want to answer questions. Lots of questions that you guys have. Any question that you have, we'll answer any question as long as it's kid-friendly. Send it in one of three ways, or you can send it in all three ways if you'd like. (laughs) We'll make sure we see it. You can DM us on any of our social networks, Facebook, Instagram, at the Fayolas. You can leave us a message at our phone number, 810-373-2020. And you can email us, hi, at thefayolas.com. And that's H-I. Yep. Like, hi, how are you? All right, so first thing first, we're still at my parents' house. Yeah, we're still dwelling in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, I just actually walked out to the RV the other day, and I was like, Tony, what is all this stuff? Where's all this stuff going to go? <laughs> we pulled stuff out of the RV, like some of our bins, like my specifically my tool bins. It looks like we have a lot of stuff. Yeah, I'm like, I don't think this is going to go back in our RV. But I have said in, before, like I think even in a different podcast that, um, I think I have four or five tool bins right now. I want to consolidate that to like two or three max. Yeah, after we're all done with the remodels and stuff, the last stage that I have on our to-do list is purging. And we're going to yep. go through everything, purge out, move stuff into our trailer. We're actually going to purge our trailer too because yep. I think there's a bunch of stuff in there that we could get rid of as well. Yeah, when it comes to the RV, sometimes like if you take everything out, when you're putting it back away, it's easier to just kind of like say, for me anyways, like, I haven't used this in two years or three years. I'm just going to get rid of it or store yeah. it. Or if I need one, I'll just buy it next time. If I Do I need this six uh, buckets of screws? Maybe. Probably not. <laughs> and we're going to be, when I say trailer, by the way, that's like our storage trailer. We yep. have one at Tony's mom's. We're actually going to move it over here to my mom's, and we're going to go through that as well, and I'm dreading it. There's so much in there. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, it is. We're going to see all of our stuff. Yeah, that's where the, all the memories are. <laughs> yeah, but it's the, like the memories, of, the memories of house past. One thing that's been nice for me, because I usually cook every night, is we've <laughs> actually been splitting dinners between us and your parents. So your mom has been cooking. Like yeah. pretty much every, it, it's usually like every other night. Sometimes it's not like the last few couple nights i kind of got out of it because i was working one of the nights i was working on her house so that kind of like gave me a free pass but you also did uh steak lunch that day true so (laughs) yeah i think the splitting the dinners has been cool 
yep. you and her. Plus, and it's fun because, like, you guys have your own thing going. You'll, like, dinner will be ready in 30 minutes. Like, you, yeah. you and my mom are just in your own little conversation. Yeah, and tonight <laughs> we even kind of, like, it was like a co-op because it was her dinner, but I cooked some of it on the grill. It's also been a huge help having them allow us to use their storage, <laughs> use them for storage and their tools and their garage. I, I don't know. Like, we can't thank them enough for that. Yeah, for sure. We'll have to get them, like, a going away gift. <laughs> Maybe us leaving is the gift. Yeah, exactly. I'm just <laughs> going to say that. <laughs> so most of our RV is... Most of the front of the RV is done. There's only just a few little tweaky things we have to do still. Uh, but we have finished. I know we've talked about in a past podcast, we talked about the desk. But there were still a, little few, a few little things to do there. I think you had to finish the um, vents and yep. the keyboard, which we've finished now. So I'm pretty excited about that. We have the keyboard set up. A lot of times really when you good. do like big projects, especially... When we do big projects, we do multiple at the same time. <laughs> Why do you look at me when you say that? <laughs> once you finally get all the big stuff done, there's like a lot of dialing in, mm-hmm. like detail work. We do start and, well, I don't think that's on me. I think that's on you. You start and you start a lot of projects. <laughs> don't finish them. I think you check it off. You're like almost done. 90% then it gets checked off. No, there's a lot of little stuff that has to be done afterwards. Like, as far as painting goes, you know, all of our cabinets were painted. All the doors were painted. They were put together. Everything else starts going together, and then you start noticing a couple little things here and there. Like, Uh right now I'm staring at a couple things that could use a little bit of touch-up paint. It's just stuff like that. And then the trim and stuff like, you know, I put the trim in. Some of the trim needs some touch-up paint. So it's nickel and dime stuff. (laughs) We also have finished the floor. I don't think that was done in our last update post. The floor is awesome. It is a weathered driftwood look. We bought it at Menards. It's just like a floating plank. Um, In RVs, it's really hard. You kind of got to, you got to do the vinyl probably. I don't know if you could do real wood in here. I'm not sure. I I think some people have done like maybe like a laminate floor. Oh, Um, But. You know, I was actually dreading doing the floor because my original plan was tear up the old vinyl plank, which is glued down. And uh, the few pieces that I've actually removed from for one project or the other, it was like seriously glued down. Like they were not playing games when they glued <laughs> this vinyl plank to the floor. Which is surprising to dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like one thing they did right. <laughs> when they put it together, but so that's one thing I was like, this is going to take me a week to remove 36 feet of vinyl plank that's glued down. So just kind of going back and forth and I was testing different things. I decided to just actually go over it. Another consideration was weight, you know, uh, going over the old floor was just going to add more weight to the RV, but it was, I guess, kind of a, it was a good trade off. You know, the work versus whatever the weight is going to be, maybe a couple hundred extra pounds. So I decided to just do it. So I, I, and that was, you know, obviously it took me only a couple days to get the floor done. So uh, when we're purging at the end and you're like, no, Kristen, you have to remove more. Yeah. I can blame it on your uh, laziness. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
it wasn't laziness. It was my uh, it was <laughs> no, my it. urgency to get it done. But it does look great. I'm actually very happy with it. I'm glad the way it turned out. Um, one of the most challenging parts of it, even going over the old floor, was bridging the gap from our living room slide to the f- main floor. Oh my gosh, this gave me nightmares. It actually has a nickname. Like we've lived with the crack for <laughs> since 2020. In fall of 2020, we took the carpet out because the carpet was old and it was matted and I mean, it wasn't it was, really that old. We bought this RV brand new. <laughs> it, well, okay, not old. It was well used. There's And a, it was crappy carpet. So. Yeah, exactly. And just all the traffic on it, it it molded the carpet into the crack. Mm-hmm. So it was still kind of pointless anyways because stuff would collect in there. It was it just looked bad. So we ripped all that carpet out with intentions of doing the floor it, very soon. It and was like a hay color too. Yeah. Like yeah. a yellowish. <laughs> well, it matched the original decor, yeah. which was not pleasant. So this crack has um, been an issue because we did not know how to do the floor. Because what happens is, I mean, if you can picture it, it's, I mean, we looked online at all these different options and no one really had a slide like us that has done floor and put it up on the internet. All the YouTube videos and blogs about uh, covering their, their slide gap. It was not our slide. It was some sort of other flush type slide. Mm-hmm. Ours is very so that it stops about when it's when the slide is open. There is probably what a two inch gap. There? It was like three inches from okay. one side to the other. So there's like a three inch gap there, and then when it closes, it's about two or three inches off the ground. Exactly. Yep. So this is a struggle because we can't just put. Well, we, we, we didn't want to put wood over the entire slide, which that could have been a possibility, but it would have added a bunch of weight that we already did not want to add yep. to the slide. So we were struggling with this small area, and I mean, we were thinking of all the different things, small piece of wood in that area, yep. wood underneath, wood on top, but everything, what we're afraid of is when we shut the slide, if you step on it, it would break. Yeah, because it's going to be kind of like, three or four inches of it is going to be unsupported, hanging over. So we already are not like a fragile family. No. We, we're we very rough. We're rough on pretty much everything. So <laughs> even some of the stuff that was temporary here, like in the first day, I'm like, this is what it'll look like. We stepped on it and broke some pieces, right? <laughs> So we didn't want that to be an issue down the road, you know, over the next several years. And I have drawn up so many different, like, examples. Tony is one of those people that, like, can't think out of the box. And so he's, well, listen, just hear me out. Just hear me out. And so I have to, like, draw these ideas. And they're awful ideas. But I at least get him started. And then once I start coming up with things, he does. But he was, like so frustrated with this gap he was just like avoiding it for like the longest time the i was floor trying has been yeah, done. like a one by eight and i was going <laughs> to like screw it in and it was going to stick over but then it's you know usually it's typically going to be pine which isn't very strong and it sticks up about an inch it's going to be stub toes city yeah and it just would cause major issues so anyways yesterday i think or maybe it was, it was two, two days, days ago, ago Tony came to me with this idea, and I'm like, 
who even are you? I can't even believe you did that all on your own. I'm so impressed. <laughs> it, well, it, I came to you with like, uh, oh yeah, like a downer, like negative, like you know, if it wasn't so expensive, we could do aluminum flat bar across the gap. And you're like, well, tell me more. <laughs> so then I'm like, well, it's super expensive. I already called these places, and you know, it's a couple hundred. It, the one place is a couple hundred dollars for this piece to go over, but it's only a quarter inch thick and it covers the gap perfectly. And it would be strong. I'll be able to screw it into the existing uh, piece of metal that's already on the slide. Then we could cover it with the plank. And you're like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, well, it is a couple hundred dollars. So here's the thing with the $200. Anything we were going to do was going to cost 40 bucks at least. At least. Even a piece of wood. I'm thinking, like, in general, down the road. all Like, of, long term. Yeah, long term. It was going to break, and we'd have to fix it. And yep. then, like, we'd have to fix the slide or the flooring that goes on top of it. All of these issues. Plus, it wasn't, we. you were not wanting to put the floor on top of wood. So, we were going to have to, like, stain it, which would not fit at all. It so, probably would. It Well, it was going to be very difficult to match up. To what we already have. Exactly. And we already had the extra vinyl planks. So whatever the option was to use the vinyl planks was going to be, you know, obviously a better match. So when you first called, it was around $200. And yep. so I was like 150 bucks more than what the other option possibly would be. And by the way, we didn't even know if the other option would work. Yeah. Uh, so... I was I was willing to pay that, but then you called around to another spot and yep. found it even cheaper. So we ended up only paying like a hundred bucks more. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. I think I paid. I ended up paying about one hundred and thirty dollars for this uh, quarter by eight by. It, it ended up being about thirteen feet of uh, diamond plate aluminum. Yeah, and he wanted to leave it. It like, was awesome looking. That's why because it's <laughs> nice and shiny and diamond plate looked like a toolbox out of a truck. I'm like, no, we are not leaving that on the floor. But the only bad thing is you ended up getting eight inches. It only came in six or eight, and six would have been too small. Yep. And eight was too big, so you ended up, you were like, it's going to be no big deal. I'll just cut it down. But it was a bigger deal. It but. definitely was. Uh, <laughs> that was no joke uh, as far as trying to rip an inch off of it, off of 13 feet. Uh, I went through... I ruined two angle grinders, and I had to go make an extra trip, probably a third trip, to Home Depot for a specialty sawzall blade for thick metal. So how much did all that cost? <laughs> because maybe uh, it wasn't Well, we haven't it. replaced your dad's angle grinder yet, so I imagine that's going to be. <laughs> but the metal piece is cut. It's, uh, I sanded the edges so it's nice and smooth. The diamond plate side is facing down, so the top is smooth, uh, f nice and flat. So I was able to uh, use some adhesive and put the final planks right over it. It only sticks up about three-eighths of an inch. Yep, and we have some stuff coming for the edge just to make sure we don't hurt ourselves. Yep, so it looks really good. It, it The slide blends very nice with the main floor. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited because we're not going to have a bunch of stuff going down there, like yeah, socks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, there was always something in the crack. Like, anytime we dropped something, it automatically was like a vacuum. It just sucked it yeah, down. Yeah, it's in. because it was like a, it was like a downward. 
Yeah, it was, there was a it was at an angle. Yep. So there was always pens and pencils and things down there. So we've got that done, and that's like that was like kind of like my last big thing that I had to do up here. We have all the painting done for sure, and I think most of it was done in the last episode, but we didn't talk too much about it. We decided to go with a black matte paint. It's called Little Black Dress for the cabinets, and it looks so good. I am obsessed with how it turned out. It has a little blue tint to it, kind of. I guess it does. A little I think it maybe has something to do with our lights, maybe because it... I don't know because they're LEDs. Maybe they have like the the uh, temperature of the light. I don't know. Yeah, I mean there may be a tiny bit of light blue, or it's like a gray. I'm not sure, but either way, it looks really good. And then we have a gray. It's called gray letter, I think, um, matte as well on the walls. And then what we did was we ended up getting some brick paneling. We briefly talked about this. We ended up finding a really cool look that matched perfectly at Menards. We'll take some pictures and, and put it in the show notes for this episode, but I'm obsessed with the brook paneling. Like I ended up liking the brook paneling way more than I thought I would. And we added it to way more walls. I think we only planned on putting it on the slide um, halfway up and we ended up putting it on like more walls and it looks so good. Yeah. <laughs> I we kind of used it on like on the kitchen side and um, next to our pantry mm-hmm. on the bunk slide and, in the cab area a little bit. Yep, I love it. And we're going to use it in the back as well, which is really good. We bought some new shades. Above the kitchen sink, there was uh, blinds. It was like some silver blinds. They were metal, so yeah. they were super noisy. And they just were really hard to clean. They were, they didn't, I don't know. I don't know why they put them there because none of the windows had blinds. They all were shades everywhere. Yeah, every single window in the RV has a roll-up shade other than the the kitchen window had these metal blinds so that looks really good well we'll link those in the show notes because they're actually perfect for rv windows we actually got one for the door as well um above the door there was a white shade that would pull down and we ended up switching that out with a black one as well i think those look really good and they match our colors and they actually had i think if i remember right they had a bunch of colors so I'll link those in the show notes because if you don't have darkening shades, it may be something good to get as well. Yep. We have also replaced our counter. I don't know if that was done in the last update podcast, but um, we added butcher block, replaced them. Was that marble, granite? It was granite. And okay. we decided early on, we're like, well, we can leave it as long as we can accent other stuff like the faucet and the handles because the, um, the countertop had like a, Gold some flake. gold flake in it, but it was brown. And uh, once we got everything else done, the countertop just looked way out of place. Like even me, who has no style, or so uh, does that mean you are going to replace the bathroom ones? No. <laughs> Come on, Dad. So that looks great. That was probably one of the more expensive pieces we got. Yep. Your block is expensive, and we did not get it from IKEA. Which would have been cheaper, probably. Well, but. not to mention, we couldn't just order a regular countertop piece, which is 25 inches wide, because our cabinets, they go from 25 inches and they kind of expand at an mm-hmm. angle to make it deeper at one end. So We had to buy like an island one, yeah. which was more expensive. Uh, we also ended up getting a new sink, which I love. We got a black sink, and it's uh, much bigger than the other one. 
and deeper. Deeper, yeah. It's not, I guess it's not much, well, it is much bigger. It is. It's much bigger. (laughs) The dimensions are only, there's only a couple inches difference as far as like the length and width, but it's like two or three inches deeper as well. Mm -hmm. It's awesome though. I love it. It it looks great. Um, It's kind of like a 60-40 instead of like a 50-50, you know, double bowl, which I'm still getting used to. It's kind of weird to have like the smaller bowl on the one side, but whatever. I like it. Um, I, I purposely looked for that. But. but I'm worried, like, boondocking. If we do dishes, we're going to, like, use a ton of water just to do dishes. And we ended up getting a gold faucet, which we were not going to do. We were just going to keep the one we had, but it wasn't looking good. So uh, ended up getting a gold faucet, which I love. And then we got a black faucet um, for our drinking faucet. Which actually is, like, a black and gold combo. Yeah, it has both, yep. And I know, I think in the last podcast we talked about, or the last update podcast, we talked about we were going to paint our refrigerator and our microwave, but I don't think the silver looks bad. So the gold and the silver I was nervous about, um, but I ended up seeing like some appliances that had the gold and the silver mixed together. So I think it may be okay to mix metals. I don't know if you are a fashion person or an interior designer, don't at me, but uh, (laughs) I'm pretty sure, I mean, I think it looks okay. So as of right now, we're going to leave it and later on, if it bothers us too much, we'll end up painting it. But right now I think it looks good. I'd rather not paint it anyways. Yeah. It's a lot of work. And it's probably going to scratch and then we'll have to deal with that. Yeah. That goes back to the, that goes back to the, we're very rough on things. One of the main goals was to make it more homey and less RV-ish, like it looked like an RV. And so I wanted it to look more homey and be comfortable in it, even though it's like four years in or something, but yep. <laughs> five years in. But I just, it's now is the time to make it more of a homey home. Homey. <laughs> homey, homey. Um, so one of the things I wanted to do is make it, like comfy and warm and cozy. And so we added in these curtains between the kitchen and the hallway. Which was originally a pocket door. The original goal was to remove the pocket door and put in a barn door. But the way it's built, it like goes into the wall there and there was just no way to fit any door in that spot except for the door that we had. So then the second option was to paint the door. Um, but the way that you put the door in, it rubs constantly on the walls. So we knew that that would, you know, scratch off the paint. And so I'm like, let's put a curtain here. And I know like, it's kind of weird to go from a door to a curtain, but I think it looks so good. We ended up finding these, uh, suede, uh, green curtains that match our couch perfectly. Pretty sure it's the exact same fabric. (laughs) It looks the exact same. And it just makes it look so much warmer and it looks great with the black and the brick. I think it looks really good. Yeah, it looks really good in here. It, it Yeah. And then I liked it so much, I ended up buying it for the front of the cab as well. So when you first walk in the RV to the right obviously is the the cab, you know where the captain seats are and stuff. And I put uh some curtains up there as well so then we can shut that and I can be like I can have my little office, I guess, with the do- with the curtains a, shut. Kind of the goal is to uh, be have the ability to close that front cab portion off. Mm-hmm. It'll also help with heat 
uh, you know, like when we're in Arizona or wherever, it'll help with heat. It could help with winter. Cooling, yeah. Cooling, it could help with it all. I mean, we do have some shades up there that help with that as well, some darkening shades that keep out the heat, but I think the curtains do a much better job. And it looks really good um, because it has that It's the warm... dark green that matches our couch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it has that warm feeling in the front and like there on the... You know, on the on the right and on the left. So I just think it looks really good. And this RV, I thought that Dad would get it done in like a year, since it's one. <laughs> well, honey, we're not there yet. <laughs> and it's one one person doing it, so it'd take a long time. But he's actually put doing it really quickly. Thank you, Lexi. Aww, <laughs> that's so cute. And still more to do. So number one. I want to do some new captain seats. Right now they're brown. They match the old system. Um, but they're going to be about, I think, 3500 bucks or something. Yeah, so. they are expensive, especially when you're, you're going to add, like, the, the seat heater and the massager <laughs> and, like, the not even, like, power bases, I don't think, right? We're just yeah, gonna that'll our be. Own bases? No. no, I did count in the bases. Either, either way, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but I do want that stuff in there, and I want them to be a lot more sturdy because that's my office chair as well. So I do sit in it seven hours a day. Yeah. Um, but that's going to have to come later because I actually did call them, and we're not going to get them in time. They're going to come after we leave. So. Yeah, they take, what, like 10, 10 weeks or something to get? Yeah, so we need to we need to plan that out a little bit so that we get them when we're in Arizona, I think. Yep, so that will come later. And then um, the other thing that is a big project, you'll probably start this after you get done with the back. Well, the next project is obviously working on the back. He has to paint. It's mainly just painting, so that should be fairly quick. Well, there's a couple things I'm going to have you do. (laughs) But nothing, no major projects that I can really think of. Maybe I should look at your list. (laughs) Maybe. <laughs> she has that evil look on her face, <laughs> getting ready to list off. She's like, Get big us. projects, you say. <laughs> no, I will say the bathrooms, which original plan, we are going to change the bathrooms, but then, like, I just want it done now. So I think as of right now, we'll probably just paint the bathrooms and then we can remodel those on the road. Yeah. Like They're our smaller. half bath, which we call the little bathroom, which is typically like what the kids use. We were going to do like a full remodel with a new sink pedestal and mm-hmm. make some kind of make it a little bit more roomy. We're just going to put that on hold. We're just going to like paint it for now and then we can make some adjustments later. We can do that pretty much anywhere because that's a not quite as huge of a project yeah, even we'll, on the road. Yeah, we'll just do that bathroom. Yep, exactly. And then that probably take us, you know, a week or something. Uh, and then when we do the other bathroom, we'll do just that bathroom. So, but I do have some projects in the bed, in the bedroom, in the hallway. <laughs> so I'll tell you about that later. No, oh, good. <laughs> and then the other big project is we have to modify our table. Our table is just a little too big. I love it. I love the way it looks, but it's a little too big. And so Tony said he's going to try to modify it a little bit. So well, that you were it fits looking better. at. You've been looking at new tables and all kinds of different options and stuff like. You should build a table that folds out and this and that. And I'm yeah. like, first of all, I don't want to get into building a table because of weight. I'm always concerned about that weight no matter what. But especially on a slide, I think, you know, if it was in a house and we are going to add it to the wall like a Murphy table. I don't know if that's what it's called, but kind of like a Murphy bed yeah. where it folds up. I think that's just too too much. 
So when I thought of this, I, I think I was thinking like you could build a table that would be the perfect size. I actually want a round table is what I'm really wanting. Um, and the sides will fold down. And I found the perfect one on West Elm, but it was like seven, 800 bucks. And I'm like, I don't want to pay that when you can no. build it. But here's the difference between buying one and building it. When you buy them, they're a lot lighter, more than likely. When you build them, they're heavier. And I don't know why. What Do they just use fake wood or something? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's the material that they can get versus what I can get or the the knowledge on how to build a table. Maybe I would probably just use like two by fours or something and build it like super beefy, not knowing yeah. what I'm doing. <laughs> true, true. But either way, we're just going to cut the table that we have down, which I'm a little nervous about because it's a finished table. I don't know if it's going to work, but we're going to try it. And if it doesn't work, then I get my small round table. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we're going to actually like cut it? Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is kind of disassemble it. And cut it down to fit better where it goes, and then reassemble it at the smaller size. And then I'll, I'm going to refinish it. I'm going to sand it down and stain it and stuff. So it was actually scratched, I think, the day we got it. Or the day Dexter after. Dexter got on it or somebody. somebody yeah, got we on left it. and a dog, like, danced a jig on it. <laughs> and then grabbed, and there was, a, like, scratch then marks grabbed on it. a fruit knife and... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, uh, so it needs to be refinished anyways. We'll see what happens there. So I think that is all of the updates. We're going to be moving into the back now. And so on our next update, we'll tell you all about that. Yeah, a lot less. Uh, it's like less exciting back there than it is out here. This is like the major overhaul. And that's like the touch up. Oh, by the way, we get to paint our bedrooms whatever color we want. Yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> it doesn't have to match the interior. I'm hoping it does, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be going with you just to see if we can get you in the right region at I'm going to have a blue room. Moving on with our update, we've done a lot of little get-togethers, which is nice. I know, um, Tony, you had a big one with a lot of your family that you haven't seen in a while, which was yep. fun. Yep, that was a good time. We did, like, um, I've, I've done, like, a... I've done a birthday party. We did, like, a Father's Day get-together, and then just a week or two ago... The kids did a sleepover at my mom's, and then I went over there to pick them up and pretty much spent the day there. We had, like, a big dinner with a bunch of family and stuff. That was a good time. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And then for my father, I actually took him on a fun Jeep trail, which is going to be our segment today. Jeep trail. Well, if you don't have a Jeep, I guess it's just an off-road trail. We love off-roading as a family and want to share some of our favorites from coast to coast. You will get the details on the difficulty, camping, obstacles, and those great views. This is kind of a weird segment because it's just me. Yeah. I guess I'll just be talking by myself. <laughs> I took my dad for Father's Day on a Jeep trail and the girls were with their dad. And you were over your mom's house. So. Yeah, yeah, that's one. Of the, that's the big family get together that we had. <laughs> yeah, so I was actually with my dad, and we went up north and did two trails. Well, technically, we did. Tell three. us about the first trail. <laughs> technically, we did three, but I had to back out of that one. So the first trail. Okay, if you know anything about Michigan trails, they're very flat. They're not very hilly. They're not mountain. There's no mountains. They're they're not like 
rocks like Arizona or Utah. It's very flat and very sandy. So my dad and I go up north, and we were going to map a trail for Trails Off-Road, and then we were going to do a couple trails that were already mapped. And when we started mapping it, we pulled onto the road, and it was very sandy. The sand was very deep. I didn't want to take any air out of the tires. I didn't want to deal with any of that. And uh, I got stuck like three times. I mean, I wouldn't say I got stuck because I wasn't stuck, obviously. But I had to turn four-wheel drive on to get out of it. You did call me and ask me how to operate the four-wheel drive. Yeah, I did. I did. And I knew instantly (laughs) that you were not doing well right off the get-go. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, you just started. Well... Uh, the sand was very, very deep, and we it wasn't that we were getting stuck, but it was, like, struggling, and the tires were wheel uh, spinning. Yeah. So I'm just like, this isn't going to be very fun if we keep doing this. Like, I we just started the trail. Now, after doing the trail that was mapped, oh, and by the way, that trail wasn't mapped yet, so I didn't know what to expect. There was nothing about it. Um, and my dad... Um, my dad has a lot of back problems, and it's not very easy for him to, like, get out and get us unstuck. And yeah, he's I not going to be out there, like, uh, hooking up winches and yeah. stuff like that. Like, And I wasn't really in the mood to do it either. <laughs> so I was like, let's just skip this one. Now, after doing the second and third trails that were mapped, and they said easy, so I was okay doing those. After doing those, I think I could have done the first one as well. So we should go back and do it, to be honest. But... And map it with you. So I know we'll get through it. <laughs> but um, after doing that, I think we would have been fine. I think it was just that beginning because after doing the other trails, it would also get pretty sandy, especially with the changing with the road crossings. That's where it would get really sandy. Um, so the road is, I would say, easy trail. I did have to turn the four-wheel drive on when we would cross roads. There was, like, some deep sand. And then there was some banking, like – some turns that you would like be banking kind of berms yeah um and those were pretty deep sand and but it was just i just turned it on four-wheel drive and drove right through it um but yeah so i did have to turn four-wheel drive i don't know if that's still considered easy but it was an easy trail like it we didn't have any issues i didn't get any i didn't get stuck at any of the spots even the first trail i didn't technically get stuck Because I could go backwards. And you say you're not stuck if you can go backwards, right? Yeah, as long as you can (laughs) still move forward or backwards, you're technically not stuck. Yeah. So I could go backwards without turning on four-wheel drive. It's just that I can't drive backwards. (laughs) So I had to go forward to get out of the area that we were in. Uh, So I had to turn four-wheel drive on. But then we just drove right out of it. So I wasn't too worried. I just didn't want to drive the whole trail, you know, getting stuck every two seconds. Yeah, not knowing what's coming up. And not knowing. Exactly. Um, but we ended up doing two trails. I will link them. They're on Trails Off-Road. The first one is St. Helen to Denton ORV Trail. It's about 11.65 miles. The highest elevation is 1,240 feet, and you probably start out at, like, 1,239 yeah. <laughs> feet. So, like, you don't go uphill at all, really. I mean, I think there may have been, like, a couple little areas. The hardest part about the trail is the sand. So as long as you can get through that, you're fine. We didn't air down our tires or anything. That probably would have helped as well, airing down the tires. Yeah, big time, especially in sand. That's one of the most important things you could do. 
Yeah. I wasn't dealing with that because I didn't have a way to air them up. But Yep. <laughs> one is a trail guide and the other is a scout route. And the other one is 10.91 miles. And the elevation on that one is 1,384 feet. So you can tell they're very close. Um, this one had the same problem as sand. So we had no issues. I just had to turn on four-wheel drive to get through the sand. But it was a lot of fun. The forest was super green. Uh, my dad loved it. He, like, came home and was like, let's go on another Jeep trail, <laughs> like, like, a couple days later. Uh, he had a so lot of fun. That that's going to be a way to um, convince him to get a Jeep. Now we need to, like, take him out for, like, an overnight or a weekend in the RV to get convince him to get an RV. Yeah, exactly. I will say this, though. He may want the Jeep, but then I took my mom to the library the next day and had to use a step stool, so she's going to be a big no on yeah. the Jeep. <laughs> The but Jeep? but it was much better with the step stool, right? Yes, but they're not going. She's not going to go for a car. I've seen people with big <laughs> trucks and jeeps and stuff with a step stool with a string. They just get in and pull the string up and put the step stool next to them. Oh, that's hilarious! It's that easy. So, anyways, that was a lot of fun. This is my segment. I feel like a queen doing it on my own here, but <laughs> everyone's just staring at me. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun to do a trail with my dad. Well, that makes me a little jealous because I haven't been on a Jeep trail in weeks. I know. So I'm ready to go back up there. Maybe I'll go on like a solo trip. What's really funny is on Father's Day or the day before Father's Day, I told you, I was like, I was trying to come up with an idea to take my dad. And then I told you and your your face, like <laughs> you had like this facial expression. You were bummed. I could like, tell. Heartbroken. Yeah, you're like, seriously? I guess I can't complain because it's Father's Day and you want to do something, yeah. but not fair. <laughs> it was kind of funny. All right, let's jump into health, health updates. So last Thursday, I fell out of my bed at 1 on my right side, and my knee got rashed, but it doesn't hurt. My jaw got slammed, but it doesn't hurt anymore. <laughs> what? Anyways, and then my, let's say my shoulder, uh, it started hurting the next morning because like three hours I was crying. <laughs> well, let me add to that because yeah. at sometime between midnight and one, like I was just kind of just getting into like sleep and uh, I heard this massive thump on the ground. Sometimes our dogs will just kind of like flop onto the ground. It does make kind of a thump noise, but this was much harder and louder. I instantly knew Lexi had fallen out of her bunk bed. And the reason she fell out of her bunk bed is because she this decided. Mind, she's decided that she's <laughs> a big kid now and doesn't need her little barrier that's made for bunk beds to keep kids from falling out. So she took that and she moved it to the other side of her body which well, actually moved on. her body closer to the edge well, yeah so ho hold on for a second hold on so she keeps telling me to take it out of her bed and i keep putting it back in her bed so then she took it because i put it back in her bed she took it and put it on the other side by the window which moved her closer to the exit well hold on let me talk okay so <laughs> mom i'm not trying to throw you under the bus but <laughs> You told me to put it on the other side. I don't remember that. You did. <laughs> Maybe I did. Because <laughs> I didn't want you to take it out. I wanted you to just leave it in there. <laughs> it, it's like super long and big and there's like... And very know. helpful. 
Yes. <laughs> anyways, continue your story. And I fell out of my bed, and my shoulder... Well, let me tell you this one part because uh, she doesn't really remember it. So we put her back in her bed. Yeah, we put her back in her bed. And then at like 3 a.m. or something, I heard, I woke up to her crying. So I ended up waking up. She was sleeping, but she was in pain. So I put her in my bed. And my pillow is a little bit higher up. And, and they're kind of like foam, so like you mold your head into they're not it. Foam. Well, you just kind of like squish <laughs> into the bed further yeah. than yeah. hers. I have a feather bed, and my bed's just like way more comfy. So <laughs> she was laying in that, and her arm was able to like fall down a little bit, so she was more comfortable. And she ended up falling asleep. And then in the morning, she woke up, and then now you can tell. <laughs> so in the morning, I woke up. It was still hurting really bad. I couldn't eat anything because my jaw slammed on the ground. <laughs> and I couldn't eat anything because it hurt to chew. But then a couple hours later, I could eat a hard shell taco from Taco Bell. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> all day, my shoulder was still, like, in pain. In the Well, I would say all morning. Yeah, yeah all, all morning. morning. So you talked to Adam to make an appointment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I called our family doctor. And they could get us get us in the same day. She x-rayed me. Yeah, but the only way I could do anything with my arm is to, to, to hold it. Yep. But now that, um, and we got x-rays. So the day where we got the x-ray notifications, um, they called and they were talking to mom. And I just heard a frack. That's all I heard. And I knew it was a fracture. <laughs> <laughs> yep. She's like, uh, yep, we have a mid-clavicle fracture. I was like, oh. I was hoping there would be, like, nothing. Yeah, like it was severe I bruising mean, or something. Yeah. So she gave us a number to a pediatrician, orthopedic. Yep. And we'll set it orthodontics, which will be our next talk thing we talk about. Mm. Um, an orthopedic pediatrician and went to him. Yeah, she broke it. They showed the x-rays to Tony. Yeah, it's a good not one. Not broke it, fractured. Yeah, it's sorry. not like a clean break in half where it's moved, but it is kind of cracked where it's a little bit more split open at the top, if you can picture that. So she has to have a sling on and for six weeks. And I love the sling dad got me because, like, first he got a huge one. <laughs> That well, didn't fit me. on the way home, I stopped at like a Rite Aid and bought a sling, hoping that I could make it work. It was just like a one size fits all, but it was specifically for adults. Mm. And uh, it as soon as I took it out, I knew it was was not going to work. So I found a place uh, within a half hour, another pharmacy, uh, CVS, I think. Well, they had a youth sling, and I went and picked it up, and actually it came with like some markers. Some markers. Yeah. And so it came with markers, and it's like this black sling, and these markers, silver and gold, and everyone signed it in our family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got a bunch of signatures on it, like mm-hmm. it, like it would have cast, but just a sling. Yeah. So now you have a really cool story, right? Yeah. You got a cool cast for a memory that you said you want to hang on your wall. I'm sure that's <laughs> not going to happen, and you. Uh, Maybe may I, have some x-rays. We'll get the x-rays for you. As my cousin would would say, now you have a story to tell with to all your friends. Yep. yep. 
And then the second health update we have is braces. So we briefly talked about this before um, we had got information that both girls may need braces. And so we were in like small panic mode because we did not want to have to stay in Michigan for that. Um, braces take a long time. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> a long-term commitment. And yeah. with being full-time RVers, that's a, that's a life changer. <laughs> So what we decided to do is we were looking around, we searched, we ended up finding a place, which is really cool. I will link it. I can't remember what it's called, Orthodontics Inc. or something. I'll link it in the show notes for sure. But we ended up finding this place, which is really cool because they're located in Colorado, Utah, Arizona, New Mexico. Yeah. And they have, an, they have one, a location in Yuma, which is like our wintering spot. And then all the other spots that we can use traveling around. So, yeah, it'd be a bummer still to be in that area for two years, uh, staying in that area. But it's a lot better than being stuck in one state. Well, we could finally do some more exploring in Colorado. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, So it's not too big of a bummer. Our first appointment is in November. So we'll have another update around that time, letting you know if we like the place or not. So as of right now, we just know about it. So far, they seem awesome. Like, I've been talking to them. They're very cool. So we will let you know more about that when we get more information. And hopefully this can be a good learning experience for us and maybe teaching experience for other full-time RVers that might be in a braces (laughs) situation. Because this is a very hard thing to do. I mean, there's a lot of full, like, younger families that are having that are going on the road and they have younger kids and almost all kids need braces now, I think. (laughs) So, uh, so therefore, you know, this is something that could be a great option for those people. Yeah. I mean, the other option is obviously Invisalign, but as someone who has had Invisalign twice and as of right now, I'm in my second time and (laughs) don't even have them in right now. Very bad at it. I would personally recommend not getting your kids Invisalign, personal opinion. (laughs) I would recommend getting them braces so that they're in their teeth and they can get them in the right spots. So if that works out, I think that'll be really cool um, recommendation for other RV families. We'll have to let you know more when we know more. Yeah, we will keep you updated on that. And that is our really big update (laughs) that has happened in the last, what, three weeks or so. Yeah. I think that's a wrap. I'll share all the links to things that we've talked about, our flooring, the sink, all of the things um, in the show notes at thefaolas.com slash 83. Make sure you're following us at The Faolas on Instagram, Facebook, and send us your questions. Can't wait to hear them. Yeah, yeah definitely. Send us a message, a voice message. We don't have to play it on the air if you don't want us to. We can just simply read it. We've already got some good questions that do not want to be played. No, they're great questions. They're, um, they don't want to be played, though. So, I mean, if you don't want it to be played, just let us know on the voice message that you don't want it to be played. Can we answer just one or two? No, I'm saving them for our 100th episode. We're going to do, like, rapid-fire questions. All right, that'll do it for this week. Wait, before we say bye. Um... You want me to hit another button, or is this something you're going to say? No, I'm just going to say this. Okay. Okay, so. So my whole summer's ruined, so boo fractured arm. So now my whole summer's ruined. I can't do anything. Well, you're getting out of school for a little bit. How's that? Not fair. I have to do it. 
Yeah, not fair. You got to go to the library and get a bunch of books. Yeah, I love that. See you next week. Bye. 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 You start it. How do I start it? Welcome to episode 83. Welcome to episode 63. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to episode 297. (laughs) They did. Whoa. Sorry. Is it a full moon? Are you turning into a werewolf? (laughs) What's happening? My stomach dropped. Dad's eyes got so... Dad is freaking rocking out in the garage. Is that my dad? Yeah. His favorite band, Pink Floyd. <laughs> oh, yeah, this morning he was going in the He's rocking hardcore, baby. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> um, This um, RV is like an instant dream house. It's Whoa. What was that? What? Was that my headset or was that your microphone? It was like. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't me. It sounded like, like you were underwater. <laughs> Try it again. Oh, oh my god! There's a spider on me. What the? What just happened? I literally just lost my heart. I you let go of me. <laughs> <laughs> Good God, you people. I don't know. I, th- I thought somebody was coming in our house. I thought there was a bat flying in the window. I thought there was like a monster coming in. I don't know. Okay, are we good? <laughs> All I said was, oh! Yeah. And mom went like this. Tony! I always grab him. Say it over without Chewbacca over here. <laughs> Maybe the beginning of the braces when mom says, um, because once mom says, like, now we're talking about braces, then you could hit the uh, green button. <laughs>